Hi! Welcome to our first podcast. My name is Rana, and with me I have... I am Sophia, a.k.a. Miss Terhar. Oh, right. I'm Mrs. Salzgiver. <laughs> yeah, tell us who you are, yes. your teacher name. Yes. And, and we are doing a podcast. We are both second grade, first year, second grade teachers. Yes. First year, second grade teachers. And um, we are creating a podcast just to kind of talk about how it's going and our experiences and as first year teachers yeah Yeah. that's what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) can you tell this is our first podcast yeah we're new at this okay just just keep listening it's gonna get better (laughs) more practice yeah more wine no i'm just kidding so how do we know each other sophia um so we met each other in college we both started at community college together and we always had classes together but never really talked. And if you know anything about community college, it's super small. And especially with education, we were always in the same. We always happened to be in the same class. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. And then... But we never talked. Yeah, not really. We yeah. never put in groups together or anything. Right. And then the pandemic happened, right? Mm-hmm. So we were online for most of our um, classes. So like Zoom, university... Um, breakout rooms and things yeah and for like two years right yeah like a year and a half we had no actual practicum experiences except for one yeah which we'll get to later yeah just wait yeah (laughs) to be continued so no no class or no in-person classes and then we finally had in-person school and I remember at least for me I was like really excited it was my first um, semester at university yes and in person so I was super excited yeah. to like make friends mm-hmm. and I was so nervous even though it was what that was senior year of college senior year gosh and at the university like that was I've only that was my only semester that I went to a uh, actual university yeah me too I think I started on mm. at both universities so I, um, or both colleges. So I was there for a second and then we went online the semester I started at university. Oh. So I had like one class and then went online. So I was really nervous to start. And I remember we happened to have a class together. Yeah. And we got in the elevator together mm-hmm. and I was like, we started talking and I think I was like, wait, we've had all these classes together, but we've never talked. Yeah. And then from there, we just hit it off. The rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's so funny is that I, being online, a lot of people didn't use their camera. So I, you only really know names, mm-hmm. right? And so... But you and I, we used our camera frequently, and that's how I knew you, because I saw you on camera. So I feel like if you never used your camera, I would have never, we would have never met. Not. Which most people didn't even know me, because I dyed my hair a hundred million times. Oh, that is so, so true. <laughs> coming back, people were like, I didn't even realize it was you, because you went yeah. from blonde to having brown hair. And I was that's like, it just true. depends on the, depends on, on the mood. On the weather. The time of day. <laughs> yes, it does. The season. Yeah. Okay, That's so funny. how that is how we met, and so we decided to do a podcast just really for fun. It was kind of an idea we came up with in college, 
in that semester, we were like, dang, we're kind of funny. <laughs> and teaching. Very funny. Yes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> teaching post-pandemic um, is so different. And we just wanted to talk and share just really our experiences and what it's like as a first-year teacher and also our experiences through um, student teaching and through college and kind of what all of that looks like. Yeah. And it's kind of wild that we're already at 11 weeks of the school year. Yeah, it is. It went by so fast. I I measure, I don't know about you, but I measure the time of when, like, I'm like, okay, in January, when we come back from winter break is when I started student teaching or when we started student teaching. So I'm like, I am this far. And I think about how fast that time went by from student teaching to the end of the year. So I think about oh we're this close to that time <laughs> halfway scary. through the year. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Dang. Okay, so speaking of student teaching, let's go back to our practicum experience. Oh, my gosh. So so that's also – So we did it together, yes. Sophia and I. And um, it was literally the worst experience we could yeah. have ever had. <laughs> what is that? There's like that graph that shows what teaching is like and what is it, the disillusionment phase – you know oh, what that is? More. Oh, no. it's like first year teachers and it's like the moods you go through or the the phases you go through as a first year teacher. And it's like it's not the honeymoon phase, but it's like that. And then there's this giant drop, like the disillusionment or whatever. And I honestly think I never I experienced that before student teaching or not student teaching before my first year because of practicum. Like, I didn't have a rosy view of teaching because of how crazy that experience was. It was was. awful. And, you know, actually, when we were doing our practicum, I was already subbing. And you had never subbed before, right? Yes, and I just remember you telling me, this is not what teaching is like. Like, not all schools are like this. Don't quit. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm so glad that, like, I was there to support you, truly, because um, that was rough. Like our class that we were in, we were at a really low school, low low culture, no culture, really. And um, our teacher didn't care. No, and it was right coming right out of after the pandemic. So spirits were so low. The kids were still wearing masks. And so I I just remember like the attendance being horrendous. Like we had no kids. Like we almost... Every time we were there, it was like half of – we were teaching to half of a class. Yeah, It was crazy. There were kids I think we never even met. And we were there yep. for what? Nine weeks? Nine weeks, yeah. And it felt like nine weeks of – Hell. Yeah. I was like – I was like – I was like for lack of a better word. I yeah. don't know if I should say it, but – I know. And it's really – I I hate to say that it was such a bad experience because I – the lead teacher, she was a good person – yeah, but for sure. But I think that she was so pulled out of it and her passion and love was not there anymore and it was so obvious. Burnt out. Yes, yeah, so it, burnt out. It just, I feel like for me, and we've talked about this like in college all the time and things and just in conversations between us and our other friends about what teaching, the reality of teaching right now is. Mm-hmm. And it's so different from, you know, why I think we decided to become teachers and truly I am glad we had that experience because it you know it prepared me 
for what it was really going to be like to be in the trenches. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like this rosy worldview that Mm -hmm. we had. So, you know, of why we wanted to become teachers. So maybe why did you want to become a teacher? So I always wanted to be a teacher. So I would like bring home my graded papers and like teach my brother. And (laughs) he's so smart to this day because of me. I mean, I give all the credit to myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like bring home all my papers and I had like a, like a little whiteboard on the wall, all my pens, all my markers, you know, all the, every teacher's fantasy. And, um, then my senior year of high school, I thought, nope, this isn't what I want to do. I want to go to beauty school. It's going to be easier. Um, and then I did hair for eight years. And then when I met William, my husband, he was like, if you weren't doing hair, what would you want to do? And I said, be a teacher. It was always my dream. He's like, do it. Like, why live your life so unhappy? You know, if you really want to be a teacher, do it. Oh, I love so, that. I don't think I've ever heard you tell that story. That's oh, the really? first time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when, like, that's when I knew, oh, I knew way before, but William's totally my person. You know, like, he supported me throughout the whole, my whole college school yeah. life. And um, so I went back and being in my, being in the practicum with you and seeing the way that the teacher was, it really, like, hit home for me why this is my passion because I loved my teachers growing up yeah. like they were I just loved school I never had a bad school experience and I I want to be the safe place for my students because I felt that in school like I was I guess just blessed with like having great teachers but I want to be that for kids like I want to be I will I want them to be comfortable telling me things that maybe they aren't comfortable telling other people or yeah just being there to you know help their little brains grow that's mm-hmm. the it's the most rewarding thing in the world I'm so I love it same I, yeah that's I always when people ask me how I got into teaching I tell this story I mean it is true but I always wanted to either be a teacher same thing, you know, mm-hmm. I'd line all my stuffed animals up yeah. and my brother, my sister <laughs> and set up my cl- my pretend classroom and I'd, you know, teach them. Yeah. And I just love like the organization of teaching and even though it's not at all. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's so <laughs> chaotic, but I'm like, I am fake organized anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I always had wanted to be a teacher. And then when I, I spent a summer working in a humane society and I love animals. I'm a total animal person. Um, people that know me know mm-hmm. that about me. Um, so I decided I wanted to be a vet at some point instead of a teacher. And so I was really into that route And I worked at the Humane Society. And in high school, I had a really great opportunity to kind of shadow a veterinarian in our hometown. Um, Speaking of hometown, where we actually are from the same (laughs) hometown. That will come later. But anyway, side note, (laughs) sidebar. We'll come back to that. Um, I had the opportunity to shadow a veterinarian. And he basically told me um, in a very blunt but you know, it changed my life trajectory way that basically unless I had a trust fund and I was really, really good at math and science, then (laughs) veterinary, (laughs) I know, (laughs) being a vet wasn't for me. And, you know, I, I do appreciate him for that because no, I am not a math and science person. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an English person and a writing person. So, um, and he was like, you're an animal lover. So you would want to be a vet technician and they don't make any money 
So don't do that. And well, thank I, God he was honest. I yes, mean, exactly. Ass, but at least he was honest. <laughs> well, I'm like, it did, you know, it did put me onto the path of teaching another profession where we don't yeah. make very much money, but you know. That's true. So I, um, I was like, okay, I don't want to be a vet. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go back to that original dream of being a teacher. And I got a job at a preschool um, during high school still. And I absolutely loved it. I adored it. And I just I've always had like a knack for being around kids. And I just I love kids. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, most people are not like that. But I've realized I just absolutely love hanging out with kids. I know. And I'm like, I am not an adult person. I have very few (laughs) adults in my life that I like and appreciate. I'm like, but I love kids. I think they're so fun. And so my job, I just love teaching because I love having fun with kids or creating fun experiences for kids. Totally agree. Because like you said, I had really amazing teachers growing up that just made my – educational experience fun Mm -hmm. and I remember them because it was fun and so that's what I try to go into work every day yeah telling myself they're not going to remember that I taught them how to add and subtract within a thousand totally they're going to remember how I treated them Mm -hmm. or what they I taught them about how to be a good human it's so true it's so true I told my principal the other day I said you know some Obviously, it's not all rainbows and unicorns mm-hmm. in the classroom or, you know, it's like some days are so hard, especially for first year teachers. Like we are just trying to figure this out. Like we just hopped on the train. We're, tr- we're tr- trying to figure out the ride. But um, I told my principal, I said, if I don't teach them anything this year, I want to teach them how to be good humans, how to be kind, how to be respectful, how to be loving. And um, one of my attention getters is hands on your head. Bubbles in your mouth, love in your heart. Oh, I love that. Because it's just, it's, I, the world is a hard place. And if I can spread love, like, through my classroom and the, my kids can spread love through their life, like, that is important to me. And that's, yeah. you know, it's just as important as anything else. And know? I think totally with all the craziness that goes on in the world and how much uh, we are expected to do as teachers. Yeah. That's just really what my basis of teaching is. You know, I can't teach these kids who are not, you know, mentally there or don't have the heart to learn. Mm-hmm. First, we need to develop the heart yes. and the mentality yes. to learn and the basis of that foundation of trust. So. Well, I am cry. like that as well. I know, right? <laughs> Maybe we are still in the dis. Yeah. I'm. We Maybe. should look at that up. The um, I will look it up on my phone. But the disillusionment phase. We're in that rosy, um, worldview of teaching. Yeah, that's definitely not how I feel though. I do feel like we've been through. I feel like I've reached the point of reality, but I try oh, to yeah, keep that as my goal in mind. You know, yeah. I don't ever want to lose. I think that will. That's how I will know. I should probably be done when I don't have that wanting to come to work because Absolutely. I want to create fun experiences for kids. Yeah. Like I truly there are days that I don't want to do math. So I'm like, let's, let's go play jump rope together. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> just like, like, I am sit, that teacher. Sit in a circle and let's just chit chat. Like, let's just all talk about our favorite yes. vegetable 
or our favorite chore. Hopefully or our principals whatever. don't ever listen. But I didn't I just say that. I think those are important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think, I mean, obviously not all the time, but you know, if, if the kids are having a hard day and there's a lot of arguments or, you know, if it's snowing outside and we can't go to recess, yeah, you know, let's just sit in a circle and chit chat about whatever. Like oh my whatever gosh, topic. if it's a hard day and there's a lot of arguments, that's totally. I'm like, stop what we're doing. Yeah, we're talking about SEL right now. Out. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, we can't learn if we can't human. Yeah, I t- I told them that the other day. <gasps> can't I learn said if we can't human. <laughs> that is so good. I told them the other day we were doing an SEL lesson, and I said I love these. I said, because we, we're learning about social, our social and emotional learning, and we're learning how to be human. And they were all like, what? Yeah. They, we are human. I said, but you're little humans, and yeah. you still have to learn. <laughs> you don't know. I said, oh, and I'm a big human, but I'm still learning, too. Yes. They thought that was hilarious. <laughs> well, and I love that because, and that's why I love working with kids, because we are their truth, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can talk oh my to gosh. an adult. Now I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> like you can talk to an adult and they'll be like, they, you know, they'll say whatever. But like we are their truth. Like we are, you know, they rely on us for everything. Yeah. You know? I'm like, we, we went. We need a moment of silence I'm looking, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at our notes. We really did go way off on a tangent. But if you're going to listen, you just have to know. That's that that's us. Do. Yeah, that's totally that's us. Boo. Yeah, that's how we do it over here. <laughs> so we were talking about how we know each other. Yes, A, from college. But yeah. also we realized, like I said earlier, side note, that we're also from the same hometown. Yes. And um, we, you went to high school with my brother. I did. Yeah, I think I'm he's older. a couple years Ms. younger. Miss the old one. <laughs> Not even. She did. I always tell people you had a whole other career before this. I know, which so is kind of crazy. Yeah, you're like my the unspoken, <laughs> no, my like mentor without oh. even being a mentor. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> oh. We're like crying in the club. Yeah. Okay, but we did, we, t- we realized we grew up in the same hometown, which was so cool um, because we don't work in the hometown that we are from but mm-hmm. we have i think a lot of the same kind of like small it's a small town that we're from yeah small town values and totally. i actually didn't even i didn't even grow up there but i claim it as my hometown because i like it so much better than Aww. where i grew up and i love to hear that because people do not like that place like they talk shit about it all the time yeah and which they like, shouldn't no i would totally live there if i if my husband would want to move with me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me, me too. That's the exact same boat that we're in. Yeah. Because, yeah, I truly love where we came from. And I think it it really, because we have, like, small hometown values, mm-hmm. that really affects who we are as people, I think. How do you think our values play into the classroom? Hmm... I just think that because we're from a small town, we just have a more like community, like a need for community. Like I really, I mean, that's a newer thing I think in teaching anyway, like we're really moving toward having, you know, a class quote unquote community or class family. But I felt like that already, like you, like you said earlier, Mm -hmm. you wanting your kids to be able to come to you 
as an adult, like maybe the only adult in their life that yeah. they can really talk to or, or model their behavior, their right. life after. I had that, you know, or we have that value already, I think, mm-hmm. anyway, for, because of where we came from. Yeah. It and really was a community. That is true because because we were from such a small town, um, we knew everybody, right? So like in school, we went to elementary school, middle school, high school with all the same people. Mm-hmm. And so going back to like what you're saying, community, like in the classroom, the first day I read our classroom as a family. And sorry, I don't remember the author's name, but we'll put it in the In the comments. Description. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta give credit. <laughs> yeah. And I, that is, we still reference to that book because I, our classroom is a family. And I, I think that is going um, like just part of like how we grew up in that small town and knowing everybody and being friends with everybody. And if anything happens, you're there for each other. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say you just went to your reunion. Oh, yeah. My (laughs) high school reunion. 10 years. (laughs) And I'm not there yet, but I did just go to a wedding and weddings are kind of like It felt like that, a reunion. That's true. But you're saying like a class family. Like I honestly still feel so close to the people that I I graduated with. And no, I did not peak in high school. We're just from a small town, people, okay? <laughs> our small town people will understand. That's right. <laughs> Shout but, out to our small town. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but you do, you feel this, like, sense of closeness and um, community. And I do feel like, honestly, it doesn't matter how much time goes by, we're still a family. And that's what I'm trying to create for my students. Yes. You know, by the time we teach second again, by the time they're in fifth grade, I want them to still be stopping by the door. Yes. Giving me a hug. Yeah coming saying miss terhar like this happened i need help whatever it is i want that is my goal is yeah. to foster that type of community yeah that it's it. not a time it's not you know, just second it doesn't grade. yeah it doesn't expire at the end of the year yes. because i know when i run into my fifth grade teacher at olive garden which i have before this is a true thing i went up to her and said hi and she remembered who i was yeah. so and she's one of the reasons i one of the teachers that want made me want to be a teacher. So I love that. Shout and out to her. <laughs> that's funny that you say that because I invited my first grade teacher to my wedding. <gasps> no way. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. And you know, going back to like that community feel, like I remember every single teacher from every grade that I had. Yes. I, I forget a couple, but mostly I remember the good ones. Yeah. The yeah. I don't think I had a bad teacher, maybe in high school or. Oh, yeah, school, for sure in high school. And oh, my gosh, for sure in college. And we'll we'll oh, have to get God. into that at some point. College, so, professors. college professors and the education. Fuck? Get it together, people. <laughs> education professors specifically. We had some interesting, interesting ones. That's all I'm going to say for yeah, now. That's another podcast. <laughs> exactly. In. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> we have a whole a whole podcast episode about shitty college teachers yeah for sure um so this is yeah this is this has been fun yeah really fun yeah i'm excited for future podcasts and you know we're again we're doing this to just kind of you know talk about how our first year is going and you know things that we want to improve 
maybe some strengths that we have just to vent to each other. Um, we hope to have other educators in this podcast. Yes. Lots of guests. Yeah. Lots of guests. And, um, just kind of just talking about our life. Yeah. Our experiences. experiences. And we hope that, you know, by sharing our experiences that we, um, are able to kind of help people through, their experience because for sure like we mentioned with our practicum like you helped me by saying it's not this is not not all this bad yeah exactly because honestly sometimes it does feel like that and you do feel like you're alone so really we're doing this to let you know that you're not alone as a first year teacher or an education student or a student teacher um you are not alone or even a seasoned teacher we really are all in this together and Mm -hmm. honestly in this day and age I think that's the only way we're gonna make it through is by knowing that we are not doing it alone yeah so and I feel like we're but we're at really supportive schools and um our this number keeps calling me and I think it's our DoorDash guy oh no (laughs) (laughs) well maybe we should wrap it up and answer this all right and the good news is that um we're at really supportive schools and Whenever I'm feeling a type of way, like if I feel like I'm failing and I talk to a, another teacher, like they're, they've felt that before. Yes, so again, like exactly. It's, we're never alone. To there's help you all, through. There's a huge teacher community and that's what this podcast is about. Exactly. So, so, all right. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening, tune into our next episode. Yes. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>